Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for standing by. Welcome to the Cypher Pharmaceuticals Second Quarter Results Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode, and following today's presentation, instructions will be given for the question and answer session. If anyone needs assistance at any time during the call, you may press the star, followed by the zero, on your touchtone phone. As a reminder, this conference is being recorded today, Friday, August 13th, 2021. On behalf of the speakers that follow, listeners are cautioned that today's presentation and the responses to questions may contain forward-looking statements within the meaning of the safe harbour provisions of the Canadian Provincial Securities Laws. Forward-looking statements involve risks and uncertainties and undue reliance should not be placed on such statements. Certain material factors or assumptions are implied in making forward-looking statements and actual results may differ material from those expressed or implied in such statements. For additional information about factors that could cause results to vary, please refer to the risks identified in the company's annual information form and other filings with Canadian regulatory authorities. Except as required by Canadian securities law, the company does not undertake to update any forward-looking statements. Such statements speak only as of the date made. I would now like to turn the call over to Mr. Craig Mull, Interim Chief Executive Officer of the company. Please go ahead, Mr. Mull. Thank you, Operator, and good morning, everyone. Joining me today is Scott Langell, Cypher's CFO. On today's call, I will make opening remarks before passing the call over to Scott to review the financial results in detail. Following our prepared remarks, we will open the call for your questions. Note that all amounts are in U.S. dollars unless otherwise stated. Our second quarter results demonstrated strong sequential and year-over-year growth in revenue, EBITDA, and earnings per share driven by growth in our license and product portfolios. In addition, we generated $7.6 million in cash from operating activities in the six months ending June 30th, 2021, ending the quarter with a strong balance sheet and placing us in an excellent financial position as we continue to assess growth opportunities and maximize income generated from our distribution agreements. During the second quarter, we launched Absorica AG with our marketing partner, Sun Pharmaceutical Industries. We believe that this will broaden Cypher's isotretinoin portfolio and ensure we have products to, to serve each segment of this market and maximize the value of this portfolio. The U.S. isotretinoin prescription market increased by 18.2%. In the, in the six-month period ended June 30th, 2021, which helped drive growth in our licensing revenue during the second quarter, 
as we were first to market with an authorized generic version of Absorica. Although it is still early, it is our belief that the lower price generic may have driven an expansion of the overall market. Currently in our isotretinoin portfolio, Cypher is receiving royalties from Sun Pharma for the branded product, Absorica, the authorized generic, as well as Absorica LD. We are confident that working with Sun Pharma is the right economic decision for Cypher and is consistent with our overall strategy to maximize the value of the isotretinoin portfolio. Absorica was a key contributor to our strong second quarter revenue growth. I'm pleased to report that our licensing revenue from, from Absorica was 2.4 million in the second quarter, an increase of 25% compared to 1.9 million for the comparative period. Market share for Absorica and the authorized generic version of Absorica for the three months ended June 30th, 2020 was approximately 4.2% compared to 6.5% for the three months ended June 30th, 2020. Market share including Sun's Absorica LD was, a, was approximately 6.2%. In addition to Absorica, product revenues for product revenue for Epirus grew 63% to 3.1 million compared to 1.9 million in the comparative period. According to Acuvia, Epirus had prescription market share of 43% in Canada for the three months ended June 30th, 2021 compared to 41% last, last year. We are extremely pleased with the performance of the Puris and the stability of revenue and cash flow during the, this challenging period. During the second quarter, we, we drove 10.3%, a 10.3% decrease in SG&A and we generated 67% adjusted EBITDA margins. Earnings for the second quarter were 11 cents per share, an increase of 450% over the comparable period. In March, the company received approval from the Toronto Stock Exchange to amend its normal course issuer bid in order to enter into an automatic repurchase plan with its designated broker. Cypher believes that from time to time, the common shares trade in price ranges that do not fully reflect their value. In such circumstances, the company believes that acquiring common shares for cancellation may represent an attractive and desirable use of available funds. During the six-month period ending June 30th, 2021, the company repurchased for cancellation 527,500 shares at an average price of $1.30 for cancellation. Cypher has assembled an attractive portfolio of assets beyond our currently marketed products and we continue to move these products towards commercialization. Commercialization. We are advancing uh, our tattoo program, uh, our uh, product development with Moberg, and our products uh, that we have in development with Gallifar. With our pristine balance sheet, Cypher is now in an excellent position to continue to execute on the normal course issuer bid and to selectively pursue product and business acquisitions in a prudent matter, manner with a focus on high growth potential and near-term profitability. 
I will now turn the call over to Scott for a financial review of our quarterly results. Scott? Thanks, Craig. Um, revenue in the first quarter was $6.1 million compared to $4.7 million for the comparative period. Licensing revenue increased $2.8 million for the quarter compared to $2.7 million for the same period last year. Licensing revenue from Exorica in the U.S. was $2.4 million for the three months ended June 30, 2021, compared to $1.9 million in Q2 2020. Uh, licensing revenue from Lipofin and the authorized uh, generic version of Lipofin was $0.4 million for Q2 2021, compared to a decrease of uh, two point, uh, $0.2 million compared to revenue in uh, $0.6 million for Q2 2020. Licensing revenue for extended release tramadol, which is Concept and Dorella, was $0.05 million, a decrease of $0.2 million compared to $0.25 million for the three months ended June 30, 2020. Product revenue increased by $1.3 million, or 65%, to $3.3 million for Q2 2021, compared to $2 million for the comparable period in 2020. The increase in product revenue was attributable to Apiris in respect of revenue increased uh, to $3.1 million compared to $1.9 million in the comparative period. According to Acuvia, Apiris had a prescription market share of 43% in Canada for the three months ended June 30, 2021, compared to 41% for the three months ended June 30, 2020. Product revenue for Ozenex, Betaflam, Atiquarol, Brinovate, Agristat, and Venica was 0.2 million in aggregate, compared to 0.1 million for comparative period. The operating expenses increased to 2.3 million for the quarter compared to 2.1 million for Q2 2020. The increase in operating expenses for the second quarter is primarily due to an increase in costs of goods sold. SG&A expense was 1.2 million for the quarter, a decrease of 10% compared to the same uh, period in prior year. Um, income from continuing operations was 2.8 million uh, or uh, 11 cents per basic and diluted uh, share in Q2 2021 compared to income from continuing operations of 0.4 million or 2 cents per basic and diluted share in Q2 2020. Adjusted EBITDA for Q2 increased by 40% to 4.1 million compared to 2.9 million in Q2 2020. The company had 16.1 uh, million in cash and no debt as at June 20, uh, 30th, 2021. The company generated 7.6 million in cash from operating activities in the six month period ended June 30th, 2021, and the net increase net cash increased 6.9 million during the same period. Subsequent to June 30th, 2021, the company assigned the office lease for its corporate operations head office to an, a, an arm's length third party. The term of the lease was 10 years and three months and commenced on January 1st, 2019. The company expects to incur a non-reoccurring early termination expense in the three months ending uh, September 30th, 2021. It's expected that the early termination of the lease will result in a net savings of approximately 25000 per month. 
Cypher has purchased for cancellation 377,300 common shares during the quarter at an average price of $1.45. With our strengthened balance sheet, we are in an excellent position to continue to execute our NCIB while investing in our development pipeline and selectively looking for attractive acquisitions. I will now turn the call back to Craig for closing remarks. Thank God. With a profitable business and a reduced cost structure, we feel that we are in an excellent position to start accelerating our strategic promotional efforts to drive market share in our core brands and explore product and business acquisitions in a prudent manner. We'll, we'll now open the call for questions. Operator. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. If you'd like to ask a question, please press the star, followed by the one on your touchtone phone. If you would like to withdraw your question, please press the star, followed by the two. And if you are using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. One moment, please, for your first question. Your first question comes from Doug Lowe, Lead Jones Gable. Please go ahead. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, good morning, gentlemen. Congratulations on the strong uh, financial data, uh, Craig. Just kind of piecing together a couple of data points in your uh, in, in your financials. You know, starting with uh, you know a purest strength in the quarter. Congratulations on that. And then your commentary about the growth of the U.S. isotretinin market going up 18.2 percent. You attribute that in part, if not entirely, to availability of Teva's uh, lower-priced uh, generic Absorica. Um, you know, piecing those two data points together, I'm just wondering if you or Sun or both of you have, have revisited your branded Absorica pricing strategy and, uh, and perhaps, you know, re, you know, revisited the price volume curves that I'm sure you've put together on that product just to see if there is a different price point that might allow you to capture uh, a more purist-like market share in the U.S. and perhaps capture uh, more revenue as a consequence. Yes, Doug. Uh, we we uh, worked with Sun very closely on the launch of the uh, AG product, and pricing was a big issue. Uh, it, it's something that uh, you know we did some modeling around as to what type of volume changes may occur based on different price points, and you know, we believe that that the product is priced right now to maximize uh, you know total income from the product. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, then, and that uh, gets maybe, Doug, I'll just add a little bit. The, you know, obviously sure. the pricing in the U.S. market is significantly different than in Canada. Uh, where Epirus is priced uh, at a slight premium to the 
competitors in the market right now. And, uh, you know, given the, the extra value that the product has, uh, you know, the people are prepared to pay the, the extra amount for that uh, premium value. No, understood, understood. Um, and then uh, just a, a second quick question here, and then I'll throw it over to others. I mean, you, I mean, you did incur about a million in income tax expense in the quarter, and that was a little bit surprising given that uh, you you, uh, you, know, you purchased a couple of years ago all of Previo's uh, tax losses. Just kind of walk me forward on, on what on how you intend to monetize all of the tax losses yeah. required through that transaction and why your taxes were so high specifically in this period. Yeah, I'm going to uh, ask Scott to help me through this a little bit, but there there is a difference between uh, the reporting of taxes and the cash taxes. Um, yeah, uh, Doug, um, uh, working closely with our auditors, it was determined that we would accrue taxes on a normal basis, uh, excluding um, any uh, tax utilization from the cardium losses for financial statement purposes. In other words, recording for books is, is uh, normal tax provisions. However, uh, when we go to file our tax uh, uh, returns for the year ended, we will indeed uh, uh, apply the cardium tax losses. So uh, there is now a difference between book and uh, when we, we go to file the taxes, and, and that was determined working very closely with our auditors. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, that's good for me, guys. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 at this time. There are no further questions, so I will turn the conference back to Mr. Craig Mull. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to reporting on our progress throughout the balance of 2021 as we execute on the priorities we've discussed today. Thank you and have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes the call for today. We thank you for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.